0: Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncy Mavasser, and broadcasting live from Shlurko Studios in Munsi, New York. Number one. The Israeli Defense Forces reported on Wednesday morning, December 27th, the loss of three more soldiers in combat al-Itzlun, in northern Gaza, bringing the total Israeli casualties in the ongoing ground operation in the Gaza Strip to 164. IDF Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi stated that the military expanded operations in southern and central Gaza as it was nearing the dismantling of all of Hamas's battalions in the northern part of the Gaza Strip. However, he cautioned that the war would last many, many more months. Halevi stated that the IDF's current emphasis is on Khan Yunis, the largest city in the southern part of the enclave, as well as the central region of Gaza. IDF chief spokesperson Rear Admiral Je- Daniel Hagari provided additional information on the central Gaza operations during a later news briefing and disclosed that in the al area, Israeli forces targeted terrorist infrastructure and discovered yet another large tunnel. al was established decades ago as a refugee camp for Palestinians displaced during the founding of the State of Israel, is a town located in central Gaza. Despite U.S. appeals for Israel to minimize civilian casualties and international pressure urging a ceasefire, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared an escalation of the conflict. Nevertheless, Netanyahu and the Israeli War Cabinet brought an Egyptian proposal for ending the conflict with Hamas to a broader group of ministers amid increasing domestic pressure to secure hostage releases and regional efforts to find a resolution to the Gaza fighting. The 14-member Security Cabinet was scheduled to to receive the proposal on Tuesday night, December 26th, along with a comprehensive briefing on hostage release initiatives and other war-related issues. Israeli officials expressed reservations about accepting a deal that would allow Hamas to retain a role in Gaza post-war, as suggested by the Egyptian plan. A formal vote on the proposal was not anticipated. But Israel is open to discussing the initial stage of the plan. This involves the release of hostages held by Hamas in exchange for Israel releasing Palestinian prisoners. The IDF has cited, quote, logistical limitations, hindering the delivery of aid to Gaza, and has called on the international community to explore additional solutions. Despite concerns from global bodies about the escalating humanitarian crisis in the region, IDF spokesperson. Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari emphasized in a video statement on Wednesday, December 27th that their focus is on Hamas, not the people of Gaza. He stated, quote, Our war is against Hamas, not against the people of Gaza, and we are sending aid into Gaza, to the people of Gaza. We are not the bottleneck. On Wednesday, December 27th, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, part of the Iranian military stated that the October 7th attack on Israel was a revenge. For the assassination of Qassam Soleimani, a senior IRGC officer responsible for Iran's ex- external military and intelligence operations. Soleimani was killed in a U.S. drone strike near Baghdad International Airport in January of 2020 upon the express orders of President U.S. President Donald Trump. The claim contradicts Tehran's previously expressed rhetoric of distancing from the Hamas attack on October 7th. However, later during the day, Hamas flatly denied the statement, saying that the October 7th attack that led to the ongoing Israel-Hamas war was a terror group's response to Israel's quote, crimes at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem, referring to the tensions around accessing the area that rise annually around religious holidays. Also, on Wednesday, December 27th, the UN announced the appointment of Sigrid Kag, the Netherlands' outgoing finance minister who will be the new Key Humanitarian and Reconstruction Coordinator for the Gaza Strip. This appointment was made by the Secretary General in response to the Security Council's request. However, what the UN is neglecting to mention is that Kag is married to Anis al kag a Deputy Minister for the PLO, the Palestinian Liberation Organization under Yasser Arafat in the 1990s. The PLO which has morphed into the quote, State of Palestine under Mahmoud Abbas was the forebear of the current Palestinian government in Gaza and the West Bank, and was one of the inspirations which led to the founding of the terrorist group Hamas. While the new humanitarian coordinator was, has held quote, a wide range of senior positions in the United Nations system, Kag has been involved in many controversies relating, related to Israel, including her ministry, having paid a salary to the murderers of Rina Schnurb, the young woman who was killed by a roadside bomb while hiking in the West Bank in 2019. Number 2 After nearly two centuries of uninterrupted economic and population growth, California has hit a pothole in the road. There had been a lot of warning signs that the Democrats' hostility to success and achievement was coming home to roost, but the first finite undeniable warning was when California lost a House seat in the 2020 reapportionment. This is the first time in history that California has lost a house seat and marked the end of a run of gains that started with a one seat gain in the 1860 census, which culminated in the series of five to seven seat gains between 1910 and 1980. According to the LA times, the pain is beginning to be felt as the outflow of high earners and maximum tax rate payers is replaced by an inflow of people dependent upon public services. Even though California has experienced lopsided out migration for decades, the financial blow has been cushioned by the kinds of people moved into the, moving into the state. The newcomers were generally better, edu- better, better educated and earned more money than those who left. But not anymore. That long-standing trend has reversed. New state-to-state migration data shows that for several years, thousands more high-earning, well-educated workers have left California than have moved in. The reversal, largely in response to the state's high taxes and soaring cost of living, has begun to damage California's overall economy, and by cutting into tax revenues has delivered punishing blows to state and local governments. State budget analysis recently projected a record $68 billion deficit in the next fiscal year because of a 25% drop in personal income tax collection in 2023. Some city, county, and other local taxing authorities, particularly in the San Francisco Bay Area, have also recorded massive revenue declines. Number three. In a news broadcast on CNN's Outfront program on Tuesday, December 26th, Eagle Pass Texas Mayor Rolando Salinas stated that there has been, quote, no response from the federal government on his calls to act to combat the crisis on the border. President Joe Biden and Vice Vice President Kamala Harris have, quote, been very quiet on the situation and haven't made a clear case that you can't come to the US illegally, and that the United States of America doesn't care about the safety, the security of the border. Host Erica Hill asked, Texas Mayor Rolando Salinas, quote, You said you feel ignored, that you've reached out, you've called on the federal government, so has there been any response? Salinas responded, quote, no response whatsoever. Secretary mayorkas about two weeks ago had the audacity to visit Uvalde, Texas, about 45 minutes away, yet he didn't come to visit the situation in Eagle Pass, Texas, which is significantly worse. I made a call to our president, our vice president. We need action now. There needs to be a message to these people that, quote, if you come, if you want to come to the US, you have to do it in a legal manner. And if you don't, there will be consequences. He then stated that it is just very, very frustrating that the leadership of the United States of America doesn't care about the safety and security of our borders. When asked how he sees the crisis ending, Salinas responded that it should start with hearing the message from the President of the United States and the Vice President of the United States. Quote, they've been very quiet on the situation and it's very disappointing that they haven't made the message themselves. The message that's clear that you can't come into this country illegally. Thanks for tuning in to the top three segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.